podcasting, I guess, allows you uh, to burn that one bridge between you and your customer, which is who is the person behind the business. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hello and welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is Isabella Russell. Go to ukpodcasters.com forward slash 2014 to find out more. Now, Isabella helps some of the world's top podcasters to make their podcast sound absolutely incredible. In this interview, Isabella will be talking about her upcoming event, UK Podcasters 2014, and why podcasting is a great way of getting new clients, as well as some practical tips for podcasters to make their podcast sound absolutely great. How to make great intros, outros, jingles, promos, and even how to prepare your own voice so that it sounds great when recording. All that and more coming up. So if you're a podcaster or you're thinking of doing your own podcast, stay tuned. Isabella, thank you very much for being on the show with me today. Hi, Joey. Thank you very much for having me here. Isabella, how did you get into podcasting? Oh, well, um, <laughs> the story is fairly long, but uh, I will try to make it as exciting as, as possible to the listener. Um, well, it started off with, with my husband, Mike, venturing into podcasting. Uh, he started to listen into podcasts. He got really inspired and he said, well, why won't I start a podcast for our company? So he started podcasting just about things he knew. Um, he was in radio, voiceover, um, just general tips about audio production. And it actually took off really well. I have joined this podcasting venture from, I think it was around episode 39. Mm -hmm. um, we are now um, nearing 100 episodes, so it was a while back ago. <laughs> but um, it just started off with me joining in a discussion with Mike. And we thought, you know what, this is great. We actually have a really good conversation. People like it. Let's continue doing that. And it kind of stayed that way, but I have started to totally love podcasting from the point of view that it enabled me to actually grow personally um, on, on more than one level. Uh, but it, it's amazing for our business. And on top of that, we actually connected with many, many podcasters in the process. Um, the main um, venture that we do is Music Radio Creative. We create audio and for podcasters also. Um, so we actually started to work with podcasters before we even started our podcast. Uh -huh. And um, it's just an incredible bunch of people who have um, amazing aspirations and, and make things work that other people thought they wouldn't work. It's great to hear your story of how you got into podcasting. And this has led you and your husband, Mike, together creating a big event about podcasting that's coming up in the near future. So could you let us know a little bit about that, please? It did indeed. Um, well, we started, uh, well, we started attending various events for podcasters in the States, um, two years ago. And the first one we went to was the, the New Media Expo. We went in there and we just connected with incredible people. It was just, you, you suddenly step into 
the room full of like-minded individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, all of them are into the same thing and interested in, in similar aspects of, of podcasting. It was brilliant. So we got really incredibly inspired by that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we returned to the same conference the year after, having, well, grown our experience in podcasting um, very much. Um, after returning, we thought well, there is nothing like this happening in Europe. How disappointing. We would like to have more of that um, closer to home. So the idea of actually creating some form of uh, community um, conference started to form in um, January this year. So um, just as we usually do, we dived right in. And we actually created a group um, called the UK Podcasters, and we've set up the first meetup in March. So right off the bat of um, coming back from the new media expo in Las Vegas, we thought, this is it. We just have to see who's out there and see whether there is any market for podcasters in the UK. So we set up the first meetup, which um, we thought went very successfully. We had nearly 30 people attending, and um, we grew it from there. We actually had a meetup every single month from that first meeting, um, and uh, I think two months in, we thought, we have to actually create a conference. Wouldn't it be great to, to create a bigger event, a full-day event where we can bring expertise of various different people, just like yourself, as you are one of the speakers, mm-hmm. um, to, to bring it closer to all of those um, incredible podcasters and try to give them some value. Um, so we started to plan the, the conference, which is in, in August uh, in Birmingham, 16th of August. Um, we've managed to secure very interesting speakers, and we are doing everything we can to actually make it a success. Okay, so as you just mentioned there, I'm going to be speaking. Who else is going to be speaking? <laughs> yes, you will be speaking. Um, we have... Um, Jason Van Orden, he's um, one part of the Internet Business Mastery podcast, a very successful podcast in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Jason, it, we, we were very fortunate that he's actually in Europe at the time. So he will be coming over from France uh, to talk about um, utilizing podcasting um, as a way to essentially do what you love doing and monetize it um, in the process. We also have John Baskell coming all the way from Sweden. Uh, John is very much involved in podcasting and he teaches businesses how to podcast um, and essentially use a podcast as a marketing tool uh, for a business. So John will be bringing a little bit of that into the mix. Um, we also have some sessions on the um, online marketing strategies, um, the social media, um, technical ones um, such as setup. So many podcasters just don't know where to start. And there are so many microphones and um, so many reviews of different things. And we thought, well, it would be brilliant to have a practical session where actually you can have all the options outlined. So knowing, you know, what microphones are out there, um, what is the good way to start and, and how to progress from there. There will be a little session from uh, Mike about using Adobe Audition to actually um, put the podcast together, process it, and um, produce it in general. So it will be very much focused on podcasting for business. Um, we decided to actually niche down the group and um, focus exclusively on the business aspect. So rather than, well, only the 
um, hobbyist podcasters. We wanted to show people that actually podcasting is an amazing tool that can enable you to reach out to um, your audience beyond your existing methods and actually be very good at it. Um, so the, the business podcasting aspect is what we are going at and, and that will be the focus of majority of the sessions. So we are very much looking at um, busy people who want to make it as easy as possible, uh, but also as effective as possible and just simply are devoted to make it work. Isabella, if we're interested in coming to the event, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the details of the event later on at the end of the call. But very quickly, if anyone wants to go to the website and browse around just whilst they're listening to the rest of this interview, where can they go? It's ukpodcasters.com slash 2014. ukpodcasters.com slash 2014. Okay, so if you're interested in coming to the event, go head over there, but please carry on listening to the show because we've got some great content coming up. We're going to be talking about podcasting and also podcasting from the audio perspective, the audio point of view, how to make a podcast sound great. Isabella has lots of experience with this, and this is what we're going to be discussing. Isabella, you mentioned that the angle of the event is going to be for people who are in business and are using podcasting for business. So why do you love podcasting as a business and a marketing strategy? Because it's been incredibly successful for us. Um, over a very short amount of time, um, we've actually gathered um, a very faithful audience um, group of people who are interested in the topic we are talking about um, and who responds to, to what we put out there very well. Um, in a way, podcasting, I guess, allows you uh, to burn that one bridge between you and your customer, which is who is the person behind the business. It just suddenly, it, it's just you in front of the microphone. There is genuinely just you and people can um, learn more about you personally, what kind of person you are, what kind of knowledge you have, and, and they can decide whether to trust you or not to trust you based on what you put out there. So to me, podcasting is very much about giving people value. Um, it, there are so many people who, who got the business podcasting wrong, and it's just you tune in and it's a hot sell, 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 product, product, product. Mm -hmm. It's not about that. It is genuinely about showing your true colors, showing who you are, what knowledge you have, and sharing it with your audience. And I've heard so many people saying, well, but if you are going to tell people how you do this, they're going to do it themselves and actually not buy it from you. But that's not true. Um, there may be a small fraction of people that will do that, but they will remember they've learned from you and pass on that information to others. So you will get more listeners in return and hopefully more business in return. But the bigger fraction of people will actually want to trust you and your knowledge. So they will want you to create whatever you do for them instead. I totally, totally agree with that. You know, sure, there's always going to be a small fraction that will learn and go do it themselves. And, and that's fine. We're happy with that. We, we made an impact for that person. But at the same time, it's a great way to show that you really know your subject. And some people will just, will just want that extra help and support and they'll contact you to see how you can help them further anyway. So it's a really, really great strategy. And like I said already, we're going to be talking about some of the audio aspects of a great podcast. And the reason that I wanted to talk to you about this subject is because of your background in podcasting. Uh, and like you said already, before you even had your own podcast, you were helping other people with their podcasts and you've helped some really top, top podcasters, by the way. Um, you know, we're talking about people like John Lee Dumas, 
Pat Flynn, Cliff Ravenscraft, just top, top podcasters that you've helped out to produce, you know, jingles for them and that kind of thing. So let's talk about some of these things today. Let's start off with intros. The very first thing that listeners hear when they first start to listen to your podcast is the intro. Do you have any tips on how to do a good intro? Absolutely. The first thing um, I think is important to say is that the first 30 seconds is determining whether someone is going to keep listening to your podcast or not. Mm -hmm. So getting that intro right is crucial. There is absolutely nothing more important than that. Um, I would say definitely keep it to the point. So don't go on about, oh, you can um, find me on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and you know all the other places. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the place to send people off. It's the place to keep people in. So give people reasons why they should stay tuned in. Tell them a little bit more about the content you are going to be providing, perhaps what your aim for the podcast is, um, just general um, inspiration behind the podcast, but keep it short and definitely do not include any call to actions in the intro. That's not the place for it. The only call to action you want those people to do is actually to keep listening. Um, I would say that there are two schools of thought with regards to the intro in general, um, and they really depend where you are with your podcasting journey. So the good thing to look at is your stats. Say if you are starting a new podcast, obviously the likelihood is that every single listener you get is going to be tuning into you for the first time. So what you want to do is you want to give those people information. You want to tell them, as I say, what the podcast is about. Mm -hmm. Now, once you reach certain level where you can see the figures are pretty much the same from one month to another, the good likelihood is that actually people tuning in will be the returning listeners, which is great because that's where every podcaster wants to be at. Mm -hmm. But at that point, it may be worth to reconsider your interest slightly and actually make it shorter so that that person who's tuning in every single week doesn't get bored of it. So it's just simple branding, just a simple podcast name, host name, done. Um, it could be a tagline, uh, but that's it. Okay, so we've captured their attention and they're going to listen to our podcast now. How about the end of the show, the outro? What should we be doing differently with an outro? Well, outro is your place for the call to action. Someone has just listened to the whole episode and they are eager and ready to do something more. So that's the point to tell them what you want them to do next. Be it visit the website, sign up to the mailing list, um, like you on Facebook, whatever you find most valuable at that time. Now, one thing I would say is do not create a massive shopping list. <laughs> I've heard this so many times. You listen to the podcast and it's like, sign up to my mailing list, like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, um, give me a, a Google Plus, <laughs> uh, Plus, and you know, whatever else. And by the time you finish that long list, that person is lost. Mm -hmm. They don't know what the hell you've just told them. <laughs> just imagine if I said to you, okay, Go to the market now, get me strawberries, raspberries, bananas, apples, carrots. <laughs> In a second, you wouldn't know what it is. But if I said to you very clearly, I need apples, mm -hmm. you know exactly what you need to do. And that's exactly the same thing you want your listener to have. Should we be having music with the intros and the outros, or is it better without? Um, I think it's nice to have music. 
And I think it's very important that if you do decide to include music, to actually tie it in with your brand. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be different from one podcaster to another because some people will have an existing brand. Others are creating a new brand for the podcast. So I would say just look in general at the, the overall image of your brand and make sure that the music you choose actually creates the right associations, the right feelings with the the overall brand strategy you are creating. And if you do decide to use music, make sure to be consistent. So have the same piece of music in the intro and in the outro or very similar. So if you have a musician creating something from scratch for you, then essentially um, you can have the same music but done in say with different instruments. So the the sound, the melody is still the same, but actually it sounds a little bit different. So you get that variety in. Um but definitely music is just that nice feel good factor to to put in and it sets the tone for the intro or outro. It immediately tells you listening you are professional. Um, if it's just a voice, it doesn't always work. Um, again, choosing the voice is very important because it can't really clash with your own voice. Mm-hmm. So many times I've heard a podcast where you have this energetic, super great voiceover artist coming in and, you know, doing the right introduction. I wish I could <laughs> demonstrate with my voice, but I can't. <laughs> um, and then, you know, the host comes in and it's this, you know, the, the sort of slightly slower, um, slightly more relaxed, it just doesn't work together. So mm-hmm. there's quite a lot of thought that should be put in creating the intro and outro. Sadly, it doesn't always happen. But when you do that, um, just pay really good attention to detail. And where else during a podcast might we use a jingle? You know, we, we talked about the beginning and the end, but does it happen anywhere in between? It can do. It doesn't have to. Um, it just generally depends on the content and the podcaster, Mm -hmm. what I would say is if your podcast is fairly long, say 45 minutes up, it's good to break up the content into smaller pieces. Um, Just the general attention span is not really that long. It it probably doesn't go over 20 minutes. So you want to make sure you break up that content into segments. And then between the segments, you can use jingle breaks. Um, So they can either announce a specific segment, say if you are going to talk about the news in the industry or introduce the guest for 20 minutes or maybe um, give some tips, reviews, whatever it is. Um, just have a jingle announcing that. Uh, the one thing I would say is don't announce the jingle break. So many <laughs> people actually do that. It doesn't sound right. It's just like, okay, and here is um, a break for um, news segment. And there is this news segment jingle break. And then there is the news segment itself. It just doesn't sound natural. Mm-hmm. Um, the other score thought is actually to have all the jingle breaks generic. Um, that works very well with podcasters that are perhaps just starting. They are experimenting with the content they are putting up. Generic breaks could be just a simple website address. It could be podcast name. It could be your tagline. Um, it could be just a music-only transition, five to ten seconds long. Um, what it allows you to do, again, is just to break up the attention, but also it gives you flexibility. So if two months down the line you decide that, well, the new segment really wasn't such a good idea, I'm finding it hard to create a content for it, um, you drop it down, and with that, you drop the jingle you've created for it. If you have it generic, you don't, because you can just use it for other segments instead. So as you can see, 
there is really quite a lot you can do with the generic jingle breaks because you can mix them around. Another thing that can be done with them is if you have a YouTube channel, um, you can actually use them as a intro or outro for a YouTube channel. So then you maintain the branding consistency. Isabella, what is a promo? You know, I hear podcasters talking about promos all the time. What are they and why would we want to use one? Well, a promo can be um, something that advertises a product or service that you offer. A good example of promos, um, I would refer to Michael Hyatt's podcast. Mm -hmm. He actually uses promos for his products. He's a well-established podcaster. He has a ton of amazing products. And at some point, he actually got really tired of reading out the same content every time, just telling about the product. Um, so he actually turned to us and said, okay, well, guys, create me something that will just simply rock. Um, and those are the promos. So we've created um, a various 60, 30-second long um, adverts for his products. So I guess the other word for a promo could be an advert. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that in a podcast, it's worth to create those promos if the product is yours. Don't create necessarily adverts for others people's, other people's products mm-hmm. um, because you, you may infringe on a variety of different things. But um, for yourself, if you have something that is a good moneymaker for you and you genuinely want to tell people about it, make a promo. It, it's impactful. Um, you know, it's just something different. Rather than you telling it all the time, you can throw in a promo once in a while, but also you can share it with other podcasters so they can play it on their podcast if they want to. Um, another promo is simply a promo of your podcast. Um, I haven't heard many well-done promos in that sense. I guess the way to look at them is like when you listen to um, a radio station, your local radio station, and sometimes they have a, an advert for a morning show mm-hmm. or an evening show, and they put those those best bits, like um, 10, 15 seconds long, not really long at all. Um, and it's just the, the presenter having, you know, just saying something funny or, or something valuable, and they cut it in, mix it with music. In podcast case, it would be with your branding. Um, and that would be the promo for the podcast. So again, it's something that is worth sharing with other podcasters who can then promote your podcast further. My final question is about your own voice when, you, when you're speaking on a podcast. I found something very interesting on your website where Mike was teaching a technique um, that he uses for doing voiceover or getting prepared for a podcast or, or a radio show. So could you tell us a little bit more about this? Well, I probably break every single rule there is. <laughs> uh, they tell you, well, don't drink anything, you know, when you set up to podcast. The first thing I always do is I have a cup of tea or a coffee <laughs> as I podcast. In, in my opinion, everyone is different. Um, I do conduct regularly audio branding session with podcasters. So they talk to me through their microphone setup. And there are some people who, regardless of what they eat, how they behave, what they drink, they genuinely sound great every single time. Mm-hmm. And there are those other people who, whose voice is perhaps a little bit less flexible and you can hear they've just had breakfast and it's that con- constant clicking. And it's that uh, I'm just going to uh, possibly demonstrate. I'm, I'm going to have a sip of uh, tea. Bear with me. Okay. And then it's like, you can hear that kind of, now you can't you see, it doesn't really work necessarily with my voice, but you can kind of hear clicking 
coming from the back of your vo- of, of your vocal cords. Mm-hmm. It's very annoying to someone who listens. You probably don't actually hear it yourself, but when you listen back, you can hear that. So one of the things for that would be essentially not to have anything to drink or eat before you <laughs> before you uh, record. If you have that clicking anomaly in your voice, um, I know having an apple sometimes helps. Um, maybe a few minutes before, so say 10, 15 minutes before you're recording, mm-hmm. uh, drink some water um, just to clear everything through throughout. But you have to experiment. You have to record, hear yourself, and then see what works for you, what doesn't. Um, but in general, I would say that those tips are more for, I guess, professional voice artists or, uh, you know, someone who really closely works with the microphone. And when you, when there is a post producer, you know, they want to make sure the sound is perfect in podcasting. You have to be you. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's not about, in my opinion, some people may disagree, but in my opinion, it's not about, creating that sterile environment of, of a radio studio. Um, it's about being you, still providing great quality to your listener, but at the same time not going over the top because you can very easily run yourself into so many different corners where you say, okay, you know, I need to have this, I need to have that. It can't sound like this. It can't sound like that. And it's just, you know, it's going to turn you into one panicked podcaster we don't want that isabella thank you so much for sharing all this information today where can we go to find out more about you you can uh, find out more about me and and what what we do at musicradiocreative.com there are all the various social media links from the website it's musicradiocreative.com um, and if you are interested in attending the conference, go to ukpodcasters.com slash 2014. Brilliant. And that's taking place um, August the 16th in Birmingham, UK. And how much is the ticket? So it's £60 plus VAT and fees from the Eventbrite, who uh, we are having tickets sold through. So altogether, it comes to £76.25. Great, a very reasonable price. And um, if you're into podcasting or if you're planning to create your own podcast soon, then it's a great investment to be at this event and meet other podcasters who you can team up with and maybe do podcasts with each other and also just learn absolutely everything that you need to know about creating a successful podcast. So, absolutely. And yeah. it's it's a day, full day of, of content, uh, networking with others. In the um, price of the ticket, you will have food included so we will have refreshments throughout the day there is a full lunch and in the evening we have um a party so well it's a party i guess we could call it a party it's a uh, at, at a vip bar at the hotel we are hosting the event at hotel latour they have a vip bar section which we have hired and, and we are going to have some drinks um and just continue the conversation it's going to be an incredible day. So if you're listening to this before the 16th of August, please come and join us. Uh, and if you're listening after that time, then, you know, obviously the, the event has already taken place. Isabella, do you think that if it goes really well, that there will be other uh, events happening in the future? Uh, we would love that to, to be the case. Um, we are doing everything we can to make this event a success. And if it is a success, if we have a positive feedback, we are going to be making even bigger and better event next year. 
Brilliant. Well, Isabella, on that note, we'll bring this to a close. Thank you, everyone who tuned in. And if you found this episode helpful, please go and return the favour by leaving a review on iTunes or Stitcher. And finally, Isabella, thank you very much for joining me today. I can't wait to meet you in person in August. Thank you very much for having me. And um, I also can't wait to see you then. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. 